Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It is episode 88 and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Carrie. <laughs> I don't know why there's a pause there. Yeah. I was I expecting you to say hello, but you didn't, so I figured I, I, I better as well I thought you were going to say, say something like the fact that I'm wrapped in a blanket or like, well, yeah. looking like an old lady, but mm. yes, I'm here Good. and I am your lovely wife, just to clarify. And today we thought we'd talk about, how do we put this, unconscious sexism within lugs? Yeah, that's what I think you thought you talked about. Yeah. And I thought I'd just come along for the ride. Okay. So I guess, uh, maybe not unconscious is the best word. So I guess it's indirect sexism. What, you reckon they consciously know they don't? No. Okay. So indirect is where you're not saying, you know, you're not saying women aren't allowed to do something, but what you're doing would disproportionately affect women. Yeah, it makes it harder for them to... So, for example, I think it was the weather company got sued over this because they allowed flexible working, but required everyone to be in for a nine o'clock meeting. Right. And this is seen as though, you know, for the majority of families, it is the woman who does the school run. And so therefore saying you've got flexible working, but someone needs to be in at nine o'clock, disproportionately affects women who want to do the school run. Whereas, you know, men who want to go early on a Friday to go and play a round of golf, it works perfectly well for them. Well, that's a massive stereotype. It is, isn't it? just throwing around there. Okay, sorry, it's the weather company. So they leave early on a Friday to go look at cloud. I don't know. But so that's an example of indirect sexual discrimination. The rule was never thought of as a, we want to make it harder for women. It doesn't apply to all women. It's just, it applies to people who need to do the school run and the majority of people who do the school run are women. Yeah. And so I got into thinking about this because of lug bulk. So uh, for those people who don't know, lug bulk is a way that if you're in a recognised lug, they can take part in lug bulk and you can buy Lego in large quantities. So like you buy 50 burps or something. Yeah, or 100 tiles, or 250 tiles, like big big quantities. Big quantities of individual parts kind of thing. Um, Bricks and pieces, but bulky. Yeah. And so the recognised lug we're in is British, which is a very large lug. Yes, it it is. It covers, you know, the whole of the UK, plus it has members outside of the UK. Yeah, which I find a little bit weird, but I guess it's all inclusive. Yeah. The way that they did it is there were a number of rounds in order to sort out what parts were going to be available because each lug can only select 85 parts. Something like that. And so they had a voting system and stuff and it was all done under quite tight deadlines. Yeah. So like the first round we had like a couple of weeks and the second round of it it was like you now you've got literally one week and then the mm. third time it wasn't even a week i mean it was yeah. almost a week but mm. it was from saturday till friday midday I think yeah it was. so we missed the deadline we did due to the fact that um we had sweet corn one of our chickens was sick so we took her to the vet on the thursday and then had to take her back on the friday after keeping her 
in the house overnight and giving her medicine and and also the fact that we didn't think we were going to be bringing her back from the vet on Friday so yes. we had to do like a whole um, rigmarole with saying goodbye to the chicken just in case she didn't come back with our yeah. kids and it was kind of emotional and a bit, yeah. a bit stressful yeah and so as a result we missed the deadline now unfortunately we managed to talk to the guy who sent an email at first he thought that he couldn't add us in afterwards yeah logistically so it turned out that it was meant to end at midday it actually ended at one it then got reopened for a little bit yeah about four ish so to allow a couple of people who had missed the deadline to get in and then yeah about four ish it closed and he said at that point there was no way to do it we then got an email saying that he'd found a way to do it and our order had been added in. Yeah, so we immediately paid so we didn't miss that deadline because yeah. there was another deadline of having to pay like, yes. some money. And so, anyway, the reason why I started thinking about the indirect sexual discrimination is that women are much more likely to have to deal with family emergencies. It's been shown that, you know, caring for relatives normally comes down to women. Well, it was the sickness whole, with children. whole thing during the pandemic is that the... Mm. The majority of women yes. had to leave their jobs to look after the yeah. kids. Like, and they were kind of, way more affected. Yeah, there's kind of two reasons for that. One is the stereotype that women are more caring. And so therefore, one, it's more expected of them to do it. But also, if going back into the job market, it's more acceptable that a woman has taken time off to look after family or something. Second one is that traditionally women earn less than men and so their job is the one that is given up if one of them has to give up a job Mm. so yeah so i was just thinking that therefore women are much more likely to have a crisis come up where they're going to miss time and so tight deadlines all it has to do is coincide with some kind of family emergency and it completely scuppers everything like the mental workload of a a stay-at-home mother or or a a mother in fact not even Mm. like there's a mental load that is yeah. massive. Adding a lug bulk onto that is already kind of hard. Yeah. So. But, you know, lugs, I think... I mean, lugs haven't actually... Well, recognised lugs haven't been going on that long, realistically. It's... I can't remember when they started. Uh, didn't British just celebrate something? Was it 40 years? But I don't think that was as a... Was that as a recognised lug? Oh, I think Maybe. Um, I could have made that 40 up, to be fair. Yeah. Carrie from the edit here just popping in to say it was 20 years that they celebrated, not 40. But so the kind of stereotype is that it is generally run by middle-aged, mainly grumpy men. That's kind of the view that you have. People who are very introverted. They focus on the hobby quite... I'm stuck on the grumpy bit. They're not all grumpy. They're not all grumpy. (sighs) Most middle-aged men are grumpy. Uh, yeah, is have you hit that yet? Are you grumpy already? I've been grumpy for years. Okay, right. Um, grumpy and proud. Do you <laughs> yeah. want a t-shirt that says that? Yeah. And so, I'm not saying that they're intentionally making it hard for people, for you know, women, or just for young kind of people starting a family who are more likely to have turbulent times. They're not intentionally making it hard for them. Obviously, with such a large number of people, there's a lot of process going into this getting lookbook. So I can understand them wanting to do it early so that they can then do the whole once you put your order in they then need to get money we'll have to collate it have to, yeah yeah and i'm guessing yes they've set a deadline for when you need to give money but actually what they will do is if you miss that deadline that's when they'll start hounding you for the money because it will be 
easier to get everyone to pay than it will be to pull orders back out. No, they said if you don't pay, then they take your order out. That yeah, was, that was the thing because it doesn't show commitment to actually buy it. Mm. So I don't. I mean, there were still people that hadn't paid as of the deadline. I right. don't know what they did with those. Yeah, because we went one of those because I made sure yeah. literally the day that like they said yes, you mm. can join it, and I'm like, I'm just going to pay this yeah. right this second because I mean that, that was the thing. Mm. Paying it is that you do it or you don't. Yeah. Whereas deciding what pieces you want. That's more of a decision. Yes. So, so that's why we struggled with yeah. that one because we talked about it a lot. We sort of narrowed it down mm. and then we just hadn't really yeah. confirmed that's yes. what we wanted. I mean, also coming up with a list of pieces that you want. So we had a spend, there's a spending limit on there. So yeah. you can only go up to a certain amount. Trying to do it between the two of you is actually quite difficult. So if you go back to a stereotype of it's a middle aged man, he enjoys the hobby on his own. Yeah, he makes It's a not a couple's thing. It's kind of it's a bit easier to make that decision, yeah. and so it's we, a bit quicker. Um, but the, when we went to Swindon, there was, mm. we went to the British event afterwards, like mm. the, the social part, and there were definitely couples already there. Yes. So we're we're not like we're not extraordinary, but we no. are definitely without we're outside the norms. Yes. And it's it's just it's frustrating. Yeah. Maybe we're just rubbish at communicating. That was an issue. Maybe it's all our fault. Yeah. No, I, I think it's you know it's a difficult thing to come up with a list of Lego well, bricks it's, that it's you want. It's... And also, this is the only time we talk during the week, so you know. Yeah, true. we couldn't do it on here busy. because you're not allowed to talk about the prices. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So I was trying to work out whether more should be done. I was also thinking about the fact that although there's a huge amount of work to try and get more girls into STEM subjects at school, you still got that women by and large are more likely to not understand technology. So just things like going through the order process. You're not saying that they're unable to, but they haven't they've not gone into They're more likely to have not had the education for it. I just wanted to clarify you're not saying women are too stupid to understand technology. When it all comes to you know, ours was fairly simple. It was you know, it was a spreadsheet with a few sheets on it that you had to go through in order to find stuff and um, And then you just click some buttons on a website. Yeah. So it wasn't that taxing but you know it was not for someone who's not done never looked at a spreadsheet because they've not covered it in their education as and a woman is more likely to be in that situation because the you know stereotype that technology was for boys was definitely prevalent when we were kids um, yeah well i mean you you have that stereotype growing up and then you can't help but perpetualize it sometimes because you're so used to it mm. so like i was playing with the girls earlier mm. they were they opened a pasta shop and i was putting on different costumes and pretending to be like customers mm. and i put on like a face mask because I was running out of costumes. I'd, yeah. I'd used all the hats and scarves, put a face mask on, and I'm like, oh, I'm a doctor. But suddenly I was a, a male doctor, mm. even though, like, that's not necessary. Yeah. But I put on my, my, my best man voice, mm. and I don't know. I was like, why did I do that? Why, why was yeah. I not just a female doctor? But, like, that just, that's what yeah. you just, it straight away mm. comes out. It's weird. Yeah. It's so I was thinking, should Lego do more to help with this? Should they be making tools for lug bulk that make it easier for lugs to work out which pieces to get for getting people to actually put the order in you know all that side of thing to make sure that it is accessible to everyone and also maybe to make sure that the time frame isn't a mad panic Hmm. so i mean talking to other people as well they say that their lugs don't do it the same they're so, yeah, so you, you we kind are in of, a very large. Lug, well, we are so in a very large, lug, but 
you kind of want some sort of consistency between the lugs and so having yeah. tools that everyone does it this way makes sense but i guess so they got that tool for the ambassador to use the person yes. who puts in the order they all use the same ordering system but mm. they are all adding their own sort of layers on top of that yeah. and maybe that's the issue mm. did lego actually want you to be ordering via lug bulk are they trying to encourage it or are they trying to it's complicated isn't it so we've talked about this with a couple of people who are, who are more experienced in it and lug bulk is meant to be for promoting lego so you're using it for buying parts to use in displays at shows or content creation to show Instagram pictures. So it's for and Lego, stuff. not for advertising lugs. You don't think they're trying to advertise the? No, it's it's meant to be one of the things that allows lugs to spread the joy of Lego, whatever their mission the is. The joy of Lego. Yeah. Lego. It's a wonderful thing. Hmm. Because that's where the, there's, this year it seems most lugs have spent quite a lot of their allocated 85 slots on minifigures on minifigures and minifig accessories and there's a lot of questions about whether that how's that working are people going to just keep showing up to brick shows with huge armies and everyone's going to have lots of lion knights and lots of black yeah, falcons from thing, last year even and lots of spacemen you can make an army but if they're all the same army yeah. then it's not easy to do a battle against them so mm. bit of a rubbish army yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting to see if Lego do anything to try and combat that or try and enforce the message that it should be more about shows or creating stuff that you share publicly. Mm. Even if it's just these are the builds and then your Lug website, because I think Lugs have to have a public website. Mm, um, and so, you know, these are the builds that team members have done. Kind of, You don't have to actually take it to a show. But yeah. you've got to show that you're using it in a public fashion. So what like, I don't want is lots of people using lug bulk to buy parts that don't engage the public at all. Yeah, they're trying to engage us to engage mm. everyone. Because yeah. that's kind of yeah. free marketing-ish. Yeah. So then, following on from my thoughts on this, I then started to think about um, Bricktastic. So, Which is a Lego show that we are displaying is... at in two weeks' time-ish. Yeah. Now, we applied for it, and we'd want to show. Now, we did Swindon, and how Swindon worked is that it's a two-day show, but you can turn up on the Friday and do your setup, or you can get up stupidly early, travel on the Saturday and do your setup. Or, you know, you could travel overnight, stay, and wake up early near to the show. And so that we kind chose of, stupidly early. We often. chose stupidly early. It worked really well for us, we apart did. from the fact that we were up very early. Yeah, and the fact that nothing broke, so we were then just... Yeah. milling about so yes. we didn't need to get up stupidly early but mm. I think it was best especially with the magic roundabout Yeah, like it was much easier to get there so Bricktastic we were hoping would be the same well, thing no, we weren't even hoping we just we just assumed that's that's how it works yes. we just assumed if it's a two day sh- or any show you can either be prepared go the night before mm. or you can rock up first thing in the morning Yeah, like those are the options yes. and it's your choice mm. that's what we assumed yes that's not what's happening at Bricktastic. Bricktastic no. setup has to be done by 9pm on the Friday. And I can kind of see why, because it's a very large show. Yeah. And they want to know that... And it starts at 9am the next morning, so it's an mm. early starting show. Yeah. They want to know it's mm. ready to go. Yes. I think there's also the problem that there's no access by car in the morning. For I, I think that's by choice, that they don't want you to be there. That's another reason to, right. to get there on the Friday, I don't know. Yeah. 
I'm sure they could arrange it, but it sounds like mm. in the past that has been enough. Yeah. And this is the thing, they, they've obviously changed it this mm. year, I think. And so this means that for us, we the original plan was that we would pick up the girls from school, drive up to Birmingham, leave them with my parents, then head up to Manchester, you know, crash overnight in the hotel, and then set up early Saturday morning. Yeah, super early, Saturday morning, get it all sorted. Because of this change... We can't do that. No, because as soon as we've left, like, if we are picking up the kids from school, Mm. we're not making it to Manchester in time. Yeah. Because, you know, we live down south. Yeah. So, and again, the majority of the time, it is women who are doing the school run. So this rule that you have to be there by that time affects women more than it would affect men. And it also, the fact that we're a couple as well, Mm. we've been hit. Because you can imagine there will be some people displaying who have left their wife and children or their partner and children at home for the weekend. And this is their thing. They've taken the Friday off, they're heading up, they'll see the the Mm. family Sunday evening. Yeah. And so, because we're both doing it as well, that's negatively impacting us. So again, I'm just wondering whether Lego needs to do something to say that if a show is put on by lugs, you need to make sure that it is accessible to people. You could argue that this is fine because it's just discriminating against people in the South. Um, yeah, because if guess. you live up in the north, then yeah, doing the school run and then heading over afterwards, yeah. you still have plenty of time. We kind of got yeah. everything against us, haven't we? Mm. And um, people sort of say, "I'll oh, just take your kids out of school for the afternoon," but that's not an option. No, exactly. That's not. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's an option for some people. It's not an option that we mm. we will take. No, um, we're quite particular about that. Yeah, and I don't know. How do you justify that? Oh, I wanted to go and show some some Lego off. Mm. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even seem educational mm. for the kids. Yeah, and obviously it's much harder than you know when we were kids. If your parents needed to go off and do something, then someone else could pick you up. You know, you'd have four or five people in the back seat with two seat belts between them, and that was perfectly fine. <laughs> that was perfectly. It was never perfectly fine, but it was. It was acceptable. A done thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I mean, well, there was a point where there was no seatbelts in cars. Yeah, I, I remember my granddad driving us in his car, and it was petrifying. Yeah. Um, well, as a kid, we went out to buy a new TV. The TV didn't fit in the boot, so it went in the back seat, yeah, and I, I went in the boot. I remember going in the boot as a child as well. Yeah. And it was quite cool. You'd be like, look, I can see all these people. Because, like, <laughs> I don't know, it was just, it was fun. Mm. But you would never do it these days. No. But, yeah, so both of our girls need to be in car seats. Yeah. So they can't just come home with someone else. No. Because chances are they don't have space in the car for an extra two car seats. They're already picking up at least one kid themselves, yeah. you know. So it, the logistics of it becomes so much harder now. And that's always a fun thing when you talk to like parents of older kids. Mm. They just don't really get it because they've not had to do all of those things. Yeah, parenting was so much easier, but <laughs> you know that's another story. Yes, I'm sure it had different different hardships. Mm. And then there was the so the other slightly weird thing about Bricktastic is that when you book, you have an option of either getting a single room, so you have to pay extra because you're just getting the one room, yeah, or a twin room, and then you could say who you wanted yeah, to share with, or you could just say you didn't care who you shared yeah, with. Both of those were options. Mm. There was no option for a double room with someone. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still a little nervous that I'm going to turn up and they're going to make me sleep with someone other than you. <laughs> And I know you're hoping for it because you know you snore. I don't. You snore too, but that doesn't bother me. 
I don't know. I feel like it would be a little bit weird. It would. And that was another thing. Even if we were to get there, like if we were to get there and not be able to set up, but we could do it in the morning. Mm. Like you have to get your hotel stuff done before yes. nine pm. So then, how, where do you sleep? Yeah. I I get why they've done it, but I don't mm. think they've they're really aware of the the stress that it's caused us. So and again, and, I think that's the thing. This isn't something that people the organisers doing... might have thought about. You yeah. know, and this is why I'm saying, you know, big corporations need to think about this kind of stuff. So they will have teams who work this out. They have HR departments that make sure that all of the things they do are perfectly inclusive and balanced. So Lego should be providing that help to the lugs. Yeah. You know, they should be giving advice. They should be giving them tools, all the things needed to make sure that the shows are as inclusive as possible. Yeah. I think it's just... You do something a certain way mm. and you just keep doing it a certain way. And unless yeah. someone sort of points out, actually, that was massively inconvenient to me. Mm. Um, is there anything we could do? I mean, we we could have reached out to them and sort of said, like, this really doesn't work for us. Mm. But at the same time, it didn't seem like it was a thing that could be changed. And I felt like it was our naivety for not seeing it coming when we signed up. I was like, we should have asked or we should have known. They should have explained. Yeah. As we said, this seems to be a new thing for this year, so yeah. this should have been opposed to saying, well, this is the, the these thing. are the rules, this is how it's going to work before you sign up How for do it. you get into this group of people who regularly show at places and know mm. the lay of the land? You've yeah. got to start somewhere. Yeah. And there was no, this is what ha- this is the process, this is what mm. happens. You mm. just, you sign up and you hope for the best. Yeah. And like, we really want to do this. And mm. I was like, I just don't see how we can do it without having a detrimental effect on mm. our children because also the show doesn't finish till 6pm on a Sunday which seems really late on a Sunday it does it's a very big show I'm, yeah. I, I am, I'm sure it's going to be a great time and I'm really looking forward to it and yeah. certainly if I was a member of the public I'd be super excited about going mm. but I'm a little anxious as a first time show mm. I think it's just it's massive and yeah. I don't really understand what's expected of us no. But then we didn't know that for Swindon either. So we'll find out. Yeah. But it definitely mm. doesn't seem geared up to, like you say, people in the South, people mm. who are parents of young children yeah. that can't look after themselves. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, four and six, no matter what <laughs> Greg from London Bridgebrook says, you can't leave them on their own. Yeah. That's just, that's mm. not allowed. Yeah. You've got to yeah. supervise children at that age all the time. Mm. And I think we have heard from people that people displaying mocks at shows tend to be white men and either because they're not white or because they're not a man they're anxious about showing yeah and so i think something needs to be done to help the lugs fix that yeah because diversity is always Mm. a good thing yes you get something new no matter what that's the point yes yes sure you could you can invite people in who aren't white men and still get the same stuff that a white man would have created but you don't know until you get in there and it's it's just it's more interesting yeah but you can't expect the people who volunteer to run the lug to have the time or the skills in order to do that no it's not their day job yeah i mean i have no idea how you attract more non-white people to display i thought you could say i have no idea how you attract more women oh no i I know how to attract women don't worry about that right Um. (laughs) sorry what but yeah, no, I can, I can, I can see where these things are problems that women are more likely to face and how to do it. But when it comes to ethnicity, yeah, I, I don't know how lugs can improve on that. 
And so someone needs to help them, and that should be let go. Yeah. This thing, you just start somewhere, because mm. the more representation you have, the easier it is to then feel welcome. Yes. Kind of thing. But how do you get to that point? Mm. It's it's so hard. Yeah. But it's so important. Yeah. And yeah, it does seem like it's Lego's responsibility as a big corporate thing. Yep. They should have the expertise. They should care to do it. They should. Okay. That wasn't a moan at the Bricktastic people or no. our lug. As I say, they are essentially volunteering to do this. They don't get paid for it. One of them gets sent a special Lego set each year. That is, yeah, that is it. It sounds like the, the amount of work they have to do to, to they earn that. Yes. I'm going to keep going to these things and trying to maybe explain these these hardships and, yeah. and the, the stress of some of these decisions so that they can take those on board yeah. like, that we can help in that regard like, yeah. making this podcast can be helpful but yeah I like, don't like the idea that our podcast can be in any way helpful that's not what it's for not yeah. to help people Look, our podcast is essentially because we like to chat about Lego yeah but also I like but it when we start expecting it to be helpful or useful my favorite, or even correct my, my favourite <laughs> videos that I make are the ones where I, like, I show the mess behind the scenes and people go that makes me feel so much better. That really helped me out. Yeah. Or that seems like a really good way of storing your parts. Thank you. Like, those are my favourite videos. Okay. They are helpful. Okay. So I want to be helpful, even if you don't. Okay. Well, I think that's enough from us. So if you have any comments, you know, put them down below. What could Lugs do? What should Lego be doing to help Lugs? All these kind of fun topics. Just write your thoughts. Carry or read them. You'll I'm, read them. I might. You always read them. Yeah. I don't get notifications, so it's harder for me to know when people are commenting. Okay. But I, I do try to check every so often. Yeah. And of course, you can listen to us on various different streaming services. They're fun. And find old episodes. Of course, you can find the old episodes. They're yeah. all on YouTube. They're listed in the somewhere in, in the, the description. description. Or the show notes. I don't know what show notes are. You keep saying it's a show podcasting. notes. podcasting. Show notes. Show notes. Yeah. Okay. They'll be in the show notes. You don't listen to enough podcasts. This is the only podcast you ever listen to. I don't listen to any podcasts. Because I watch this one on YouTube and I watch Callie Brickclick on YouTube, but I don't listen to You just don't understand podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my thing. Shh. You have a podcast. (laughs) Stop saying that. And we will be back for another exciting episode next week. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye.